Darnold ready for the snap. Quarterback sneak being pushed from behind. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Touchdown. Steve Smith Sr. here on the Rich Eisen Show. How for real are the Carolina Panthers? Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. I think they are for real. The Rich Eisen Show. Today's guests, Fox Sports analyst Emmanuel Acho. Eagles quarterback Jalen Hurts. Two-time Super Bowl champion James Harrison. Plus three-time NFL Pro Bowler Sean Merriman. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Okay, everybody. Yes, it is Friday. It is Friday here on the Rich Eisen Show. We are here in Los Angeles, California on NBC Sports on Peacock. We say hello to our audience that watches us every day. We greatly appreciate it. And we also appreciate following the Dan Patrick Show every day on Sirius XM Channel 211 as well. If you're listening to us there, hello. If you're on a Rich Eisen Show radio uh, affiliate terrestrially, coast to coast, we say thank you for doing that as well as to your program director for being smart enough to have us. <laughs> also, we say hello to those streaming us on Odyssey. Appreciate being in your ear gate if you're listening to us later on on demand on our podcast we say thank you please hit the subscribe button if you're watching us later on on youtube youtube.com slash rich eisen show i say how did you get this we don't usually put the show open on our youtube page <laughs> it's just a very very interesting way of me saying go to it be the 300,000th uh subscriber that's give about a- to happen literally any second right now that ball could drop right in the middle of this give him a cup so good to see you over there chris brockman how are hey, you rich i'm feeling great panthers covered last night let's go with a blanket is that what you mean <laughs> absolutely okay all right was the back door open at any time back door was not open they okay. dominated in the second half okay good to see you over there mr feller jason's in for uh, del tufo today here uh, on a friday and T.J. Jefferson, hello to you, sir. Hey, Mufasa. Good it's to Friday. see you. Uh, yeah, your Dallas Cowboys are off this weekend. They'll play on Monday night to wrap up a week three. Uh, you know we, what that means, Rich, right? That we're going to have Jalen Hurts on in the middle of hour number two or well, that, top of hour number no, two? No, Rich, no, Rich. He's trying to say the varsity plays on Monday. Uh, okay. Sunday's the JVs. <laughs> Good to know. Since uh, I mean, since the defending Super Bowl champs play the Rams just right. up the road in the marquee no game of, thir- of Sunday afternoon. JV game. No big deal. Good to know. Appetizer, as they say. Good Rich. to know. Good to know. <laughs> the road team that's that's playing in SoFi has already beaten the Dallas Cowboys this hey, year. Why so. are you bringing up old stuff, man? It's a new week. So that's week number three. Uh, yes, Jalen Hurts is going to be on this show. James Harrison is going to be on this show. He's got a football life tonight on NFL Network at nine Eastern time. Uh, he will be calling in advance of uh, promoting that. Uh, Sean Merriman, lights out. Sean Merriman will be here on hour number three just to talk a little bit of ball. And uh, Emmanuel Acho is going to be joining us um, in about eighteen minutes time. And uh, it'll be good to chat with Emmanuel Acho when he's here on this program uh, from uh, from Fox Sports. He's also um, and a bestseller joining us today to talk about uh, a different approach. Extends across all college football divisions for the good work that players are doing off the field in their local communities. So we'll be talking about uh, all of that uh, with Emmanuel Acho uh, in about now 17 minutes time. Week three began last night. There's two ways to talk about the Carolina Panthers' victory, and I'm going to uh, give you both. First one, Carolina, 3-0. First team to three wins this year. Obviously, if you're a 2-0 team and you play the first game of the week, you've got the first opportunity. They had that opportunity. They took it, and they came out with a W. Um, and they, they hectored a, a rookie quarterback making his first career start, um, and they sacked him four times last night. Davis Mills played a great game neck up from the time to time in that game. Um, and uh, 
and he 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 looked pretty darn good, Davis Mills, compared to some of the other rookie quarterbacks that we've seen out there. And certainly, the number of times that we've like you know gone higher register on the Texans, wow, they're they're in this game. I mean, this game was about to be a blowout. You got the sense that if the Panthers were going to put the ball in the end zone for a second time in the first half, that was going to be a quick wrap. That they were not they're on their heels the entire first quarter, and um, then the Panthers lost Christian McCaffrey. And later on, they lost J.C. Horn. And those are two things that can tear a team down when they're on the road against a team that has their proverbial backs against the wall because they're starting a rookie quarterback who's making fewer mistakes than you've seen other rookie quarterbacks make this year. And the Carolina Panthers survive. They move on. They survive and advance. And part of the reason why is because of their quarterback and his connection with D.J. Moore at wide receiver, that they lose Christian McCaffrey and they don't lose hope, they don't lose faith, and that defense is no joke. This defense has given up 573 total yards so far this season. That is the third fewest through three games since the 2000 campaign in the NFL. The defense has come out strong and fast. Sam Darnold has become the fifth player in the last 20 seasons. The fifth player in the last 20 seasons with three or more touchdown passes and three or more touchdown rushes in his team's first three games. The other quarterbacks who have done it, Kyler and Dak last year, Cam Newton in 2018, RG3 in 2012. And speaking of Cam Newton, he was the last quarterback that had the Panthers off to a 3-0 and start. And in that campaign, they made the Super Bowl in 2015, and Cam won the MVP that year. And Sam Darnold currently has a better, higher completion percentage, passer rating, and more rushing touchdowns in the first three games than Cam had in that MVP season of 2015. And the last time the Panthers before that started 3-0 and was in 2003 when they made Super Bowl 38. Huh. This is how terrific a start the 2021 Carolina Panthers are off to. Now, does this mean that Sam Darnold is going to win the MVP award? Of course it does. (laughs) (laughs) Does this mean the Carolina Panthers are making the Super Bowl? (laughs) All right. You get the point that, that they're off to a terrific start. I should have named them my sleeper team. I was thinking about doing it. I said that they were they're right there. I pulled the trigger on the Giants instead, and they are still asleep. But the Panthers are off to a 3-0 and start. They have thrown their hat in the ring with the rest of the NFC elite to say, we are amongst you. Somebody is going to emerge from SoFi Stadium this weekend, either the defending Super Bowl champs, or the Los Angeles Rams at 3-0. and The other team will be behind the Carolina Panthers. If the Rams win, the Panthers would be leading their division through three weeks. You are what you are, and what the Panthers are, are in the mix. They are. How long can they be in the mix? Well, McCaffrey's now out with a hamstring injury. Who knows how severe that is, Chris? I'll be turning to you every now and then throughout the show to see what's going on there. How long will J.C. Horn be out, their top-drafted rookie cornerback? Well, word is it's a broken foot. 
two to three months. Surgery is an option, according to Ian Rappaport. Both of these injuries appeared to be without any contact. I didn't see anybody hit these guys before they went down. McCaffrey and J.C. Horn. J.C. Horn was backpedaling. Let me just say this. Let me just say this. Can we get rid of artificial turf in any way, shape, or form in the NFL? Let's go. Even the field turf? Just get rid of it, man. Put the natural grass out there. Everybody can do it. We'll figure it out. You can't grow grass in domes. Well, look at Arizona. (laughs) You can. It's possible. I'm sure the technology exists. But it's not grown inside. I don't know, man. Feel it in from outside. It's just uh, look. I I guess. I guess I feel that every single time I see stuff like this, it's just like, what's going on? I don't think the turf is to blame. Well, they both went down without contact, and it's unfortunate for Carolina. And we'll see how they they can advance. But you are what you are, and you're three and zero because they made the right move at quarterback. They made the right move at coach a couple of years ago, and they have drafted well, and they've got a young. Fast defense and an offense that will be challenged without Christian McCaffrey for as long as he's going to be out. That's one way to look at this. Here's the other one. Can you believe Sam Darnold is 3-0? Jet fans. <laughs> 65 to 1 for MVP right now. Rich. Now let me just say this. <laughs> and I speak to all Jet fans who have lived and loved and lost, which is most of us. But I just want to talk about the lived and loved part and then a little bit of the losing on that front. We've all had gents here in this room and gents who are listening and ladies out there listening. We've all had significant others in our lives that we thought was the one. (laughs) We all thought this is the one. I am in love. I'm head over heels in love. I want to be in love. I should be in love. And that person turns out to be someone else's love. It's tough. It's very, very tough. Sorry, Rich Eisen. (laughs) It's very, very tough. For you to look there and see that other person living greatly. Maybe you see them on that person's Instagram account. Life looks great. (laughs) It stinks. It's very, very difficult. But if you can't be with the one you love, then love the one you're with. (laughs) Jet fans. You have to. I will just say this to you all right here and right now. Sam Darnold could not have done this with the Jets. And the person that you should be looking at right now is not Joe Douglas, the general manager. Jet fans. It ain't. And not Robert Sala and not Mike LaFleur, the current head coach and coordinator and general manager. Don't look at that person. Look at management, the ownership, who said yes to Adam Gase. That's the people you should be upset with. It's ancient history, but what they did with Sam Darnold is absolutely football malice and criminal. And if you want to really peg it, you peg it on the head coach who had Tannehill and said, not this guy. And then had Sam Darnold and said, whatever the hell they did there to try and surround him with people. And it wasn't working. It didn't work. And it is now officially, and I know it's just three games, 
it's officially not Sam Darnold's fault. And I feel great for him. I feel great for him. And at least Jet fans, he's he's in a spot where he's with a head coach that we couldn't get. Hold on a minute. I'm being told the Jets did have Matt Rule on their radar screen and told him to go back to Baylor because the coaches that he was going to hire were too green. So let's go get Adam Gase, who screwed up Tannehill and screwed up the Dolphins. Let's bring him in. I am officially on a rant. Let's bring him in with his googly eyes and all that craziness. Let's bring him in and let's let him actually start running the team because we're firing the general manager after we still let him pick the players. Let's go ahead and make sure this is the case for Sam Darnold. And just as if that wasn't enough for all of us to endure, if it wasn't enough, the football gods said, let's give Sam mononucleosis and let's give it to him after ESPN decides to make him shoot the you the man point at the camera in front of a green screen so they could use it whenever he's on Monday Night Football. Those things are shot during the summer. Let's have him point at the screen, you the man point, and still use it. When he's out with mononucleosis, just to make us all in jet fandom feel stupid ourselves. <laughs> I'm seeing ghosts. You know what? He saw ghosts against New England, and he was he is he definitely had moments where he did not overcome it. And the the problem was at the time, Jets fans thought that he should be talented enough to overcome it. But we're seeing now, through the first three weeks, we're seeing now, through the first three weeks, that Sam Darnold, when given the shot, and given the coaching, and given the staff, and given the teammates, and given the moment, and given the playbook, and given the opportunity, and given the health to not get mono, he's pretty damn good. He's pretty damn good. 300 yards passing, two rushing touchdowns. Only time the Jets have ever had that before was four years ago when Josh McCown did it. Okay? So (laughs) it just shows you that the previous administration – when the owner was making America great again over in London and left it to his brother and they decide, let's go with the Dolphins guy who clearly was over his skis. Those are the people you should blame. With all due respect to the Johnson family. That it does appear, though. Those folks have gotten it right for the moment. I will say that. Because I'm already seeing, I'm seeing, and I feel it. Jet fans will be going, what are we doing with Zach Wills? The kid's really, really talented. Trust this general manager and this head coach to get it right. We're still digging out of the wreckage that Darnold personifies in his 3-0 start. Still digging out of it. Football gods decide to strike Mekhi Beckton down in week two. Week one, pardon me. So, in the current 
administration you trust. They're building from the line out. They're doing the smart thing. It's going to take some time. Darnold was not a viable quarterback in New York for this team anymore. No reason to saddle the current administration with Darnold's previous failures due to the organization. Don't saddle the new coaching staff with that. Start from scratch. Start the clock from scratch on how much this quarterback needs to be paid. Don't make the decision now that Darnold's worth the fifth-year extension when you don't have the horses around him to evaluate him properly or get him to win now. Jets made the right move, and it was also the right move for Sam, who I feel great for. And I feel great for Carolina fans. Coach is right. You got the coach right. You got the quarterback right. Just got to get your star player healthy. But for the Jets, don't take the cheese that Zach's the wrong guy. Okay? You got to see what this is all about. The Gase decision to bounce bowls and hire Gase and still stick with the general manager, but then let that general manager draft and fire him and then give Gase the keys to the entire car, which he then runs into a ditch. So basically... That's the other way to look at Thursday night football for me. I just went on a rant. I loved it. I know you like rants. And also, Rich, that's something like, you know, leading up to the draft, I would always ask you about the Jets. You know, because you always had great things to say about Sam, and I'd always ask you, why don't they keep him? And you always gave your argument that he needs to go and, like, start fresh, and you've really been proven right right there. Well, he's starting fresh, and he's got a connection with DJ Moore, and he already had one with Robbie Anderson with the Jets. And he's not even looking his way. It's all being funneled to D.J. Moore, who's off to the fourth best start in Carolina Panther receiving history. The three better ones are Steve Smith seasons. All three? (laughs) Yeah. He's looking up at three Steve Smith seasons. I mean, it is working out well for Carolina and for the Jets. They made the right move. But it also shows the previous couple of years was the hot mess that we all thought it was, not Sam's fault. And let's just hope they've got it right now. I think they have. And it's going to be ugly. Hold on for dear life. This weekend in Denver is going to be ugly, and there'll be some more ugly days. But I think they got the kid right. And they've got the line right. And they'll get the defense better. And they'll get this kid, Michael Carter, going. And some other of these wide receivers going. Once Wilson can have the time and the inclination to play a little boring to use Robert Sala's phrase. But last night showed you, not Darnold's fault. Even if he does regress and play 500 football the rest of the way. What say you? 844-204-RICH, number to dial. Uh, My three games under the week three radar. Three games that people are hardly talking about. Mike uh, Mike Del Tufo is off today, so Jay, you'll have to have the NFL Films music ready throughout this entire program. It. TJ's big ass grab bag coming up later on. We've always we've had fun with sidekicks, game shows, and nuts. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's in the big ass grab bag in the three previous weeks. We'll see what today is. Chris Brockman, sneaky good games. will try and make you more hard earned American dollars. Let's take a break. Emmanuel Acho will join us right here on the program. Fox Sports analyst, New York Times best selling author, and more. We'll get. His two cents on week three in the NFL in a moment. 
Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people, or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. Hey, folks, it's time for the NFL draft, which means for me, I need a good night's sleep because if I don't have one, I'm just not myself. You know the deal. You know exactly how important it is to have quality sleep. It's a game changer for all of us. So sleep number helps me. My sleep number setting is 60. My wife's setting is 70. We both get a great night's sleep because we could adjust the firmness of our mattress on each side. Improve your quality sleep because Sleep Number learns how you sleep thanks to their smart beds and provide personalized insights to help you sleep better. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. I think I'm not telling any tales out of school that the uh, NFL media writ large, the number of people that I spoke to prior to the draft that were saying Carolina absolutely would take a quarterback if the quarterback was available. Despite having acquired Sam Darnold, you had Justin Fields and also Mac Jones on the board. Uh, were, were they not ranked high enough? Walk me through why you didn't actually go in that direction. No, no, I love those guys, and I think that they're going to be great NFL players. Um, we, we just felt like... Um, Sam plus another player, you know, uh, w- would be better for the team overall. You know, Bill Parcells once said, you know, uh, one, one, you know, one player can't do it alone. And so we're just trying to build the whole team. And, and I just believe in Sam. I believe that, you know, he deserves the opportunity to go out and, and play with us. And uh, I think, I think those other young quarterbacks are going to be fantastic players, but, but, you know, the, the, the hit rate on first round quarterbacks isn't real, real high. And to have a chance to get JC Horn and have Sam Darnold, we just, kind of felt like hey this is two for one um now we just have to make sure sam's a great player for us hearing the words deserve the opportunity and associated with sam Darnold, like uh you know huzzah for that like yes he deserves it he deserves the opportunity and the conversation about him not being properly evaluated because of the circumstances surrounding him in new york for the first three years I lost track of the number of times i hear that how did you evaluate him how are you able to evaluate him by saying, let's go get him, 
uh, as an organization. How were you able to do that? Yeah, this all happened kind of in a, in a, in a weird way. You know, um, we, we were sitting there one day on defense, and we were, we, I, I can't remember what we were watching. We were watching a cut-up, and you know, Sam was playing on the other side of the ball, and a couple times he made some throws. And uh, Phil Snow, our defensive coordinator, was like, man, that kid looks like Matt Stafford. And so we put a, we put a couple of games on him. This is the defensive staff. Mm-hmm. And they were all like, you know what? Every game we watch, he makes a couple of big-time plays. And um, there has to be some meat on the bone there. And so when the compensation was enough where you know, we didn't have to give up what we thought was too much you know, that would hurt our team and a chance to get him here, we had watched so much tape on him that we saw enough shining moments. And then you know, what's been really good for us is after getting him here, um, you know, talking to guy, talking to Robbie Anderson who played with him, talking to other guys who played with him. There's not many guys who've been his teammates who say anything bad about him. Like they all have believed in him and believe that he can be good. And hearing you know some of his former coaches talk about him, they believe that he can be good. And so, I've always been kind of a, a nurture versus nature guy. You know, I think uh, people have to be in the right situations, and you know, hopefully a change of scenery is what he needs. And hopefully he comes here and plays with Robbie again and DJ Moore and Christian McCaffrey and can just go out there and be one of the guys and and, and play well. Spoiler alert, he is and has, certainly did last night. We just uh, back here on the Rich Eisen Show, Terrestrial Radio Network, rejoining us on Sirius XM and also on Peacock. We just played for uh, the Peacock and Sirius XM audience. Matt Rule on the show a week after drafting J.C. Horn instead of Justin Fields or Mac Jones, as they could have towards the end of the top 10 and um, decided to stick with Sam Donald. So far, so good. Three and O for the Carolina Panthers. Um, Joining us here on the Rich Eisen Show is a man who's won a couple of Emmy Awards. He's been uh, a best-selling author for the New York Times, and now he's here as part of Allstate from Fox Sports as well, Emmanuel Acho. How are you, sir? Rich, what's up, my brother? Man, I've missed you, dude. I have, too. I have, too. Congrats on everything that's been going on with you. Thank you, man. Thank you. Life has been a wild ride this last year. No doubt about it. Um, so what is on uh, what is on your mind entering week three uh, in the NFL? What do you think is the, the main storyline for the first two weeks and going into uh, the end of September here for the NFL? I loved hearing I loved hearing everything we just heard from Matt Rule, by the way. I, well, first off, what's on my mind, the Panthers could look up by week 12, week 13, and be 10 and 2. Let's make no mistake about that. And I just want to put that on the record for the whole world to hear because the Panthers have a very favorable schedule. I think the biggest game to watch this week, uh, Chicago Bears, Cleveland Browns, because that has a huge shakeup on the trajectory of two teams. Chicago Bears, if Justin Fields goes out there and balls, Andy Dalton ain't getting his job back. Matt Nagy, I've heard you. I've talked to players and coaches who have met with you. But it will be impossible to give Fields his, his um, to give Andy Dalton the position back. Then on the flip side, Rich Baker Mayfield, man, come on, Baker! Like he, you, you have to be the reason your team wins. I've said this, Rich: the Browns don't lose because of Baker, but they don't win because of him either. And it's just time for Baker to really show up. Obviously, the low-hanging fruit, the Rams and the Buccaneers, we all know what's at stake in that game, at least from a perception purpose. But I'm looking at some of the storylines nobody else is talking about. Okay, so let's pull on a couple of threads. You just uh, you just left hanging out there, Emmanuel Acho. First thing, what do you mean you speak to people at the Bears and they're saying what? What are they, what are they saying about why Fields hasn't been out there? I mean, is it really a promise 
that uh, that Matt yeah. Nagy gave to Andy Dalton when they signed him before drafting someone, you're our guy, and he just wants to be a man of his word to a guy who just joined the team? Is that really what's happening in Chicago? Well, I think here, here's what's happening. Mark Sanchez came on our show, Speak for Yourself, two days ago, and Mark Sanchez, obviously former Jets' top five pick, he called the Bears game, and he talked to Matt Nagy, he said before, for the Bears game, in which he called and broadcast on Fox last week. Mm -hmm. And Matt Nagy said this. He said, I was there when Patrick Mahomes sat behind Alex Smith. And seeing Patrick Mahomes sit behind Alex Smith is what allowed Patrick Mahomes to project. It helped Patrick Mahomes project into the career he ended up having. So Matt Nagy wants to duplicate that. And that's what kind of he told to Mark. Here's the only problem, Rich. Andy Dalton is not Alex Smith. And Justin Fields will be hard-pressed to become Patrick Mahomes. So while in theory, Matt Nagy, I understand where you are coming from, I do not think those situations are analogous. Yeah, I know. He, he, he told that to us when he came on the show a week after drafting Fields. And I told him I don't think he was going to have the room <laughs> to, to, to play Dalton the entire year. I mean, I saw that one leaving the station a week after drafting Justin Fields, and he he kind of chuckled and said, maybe not. And, well, here's the maybe not. And, you know, uh, the only reason I brought up the Andy Dalton thing is I was driving home from uh, from playing poker with my buddies last night, and I heard Jay Glazer on the radio, my buddy Glaze, saying that it really is a promise he gave Dalton. And so I'm hearing all sorts of stuff out there. It, and I think Fields is going to be the start of the rest of the season. I don't think they could put him back on the sideline, you know. Uh, you know, and if he craps out for a couple of games and looks so terrible, and it's just like Dalton, we're going to go back as soon as he's the guy. Then, then I'm genuinely concerned. I'm genuinely concerned for his development this year, to say the least. Emmanuel, here's here's what I know, Rich. I know this much: you would not give up on a toddler having the ability to walk or run after the first time they fall at 11 months old or right. at 13 months old, right? Because it takes the toddler time to walk, fall, walk, fall, walk, and eventually begin to run. So the worst thing that could happen for the Chicago Bears is to pull Justin Fields after he struggles. Justin Fields will grow exponentially. Andy Dalton will grow incrementally. Trust the quarterback that's going to grow exponentially. Emmanuel Acho here on the Rich Eisen Show. And then, you know, you mentioned how uh, you think that the, the, the Browns don't lose because of Baker, but they don't win because of him either. I mean, look, if they could just run the ball down people's throats, play some good defense that we really haven't seen from them in the first couple weeks. I mean, Davis Mills came in without Terod Taylor and was winging it around against a Browns team that couldn't put the Texans away. They need to take their foot and put it somewhere where the sun doesn't shine and break it off on somebody and prove that they're an elite team in the NFL, quite frankly, Emmanuel. And I'm just wondering if this could be the week this week for the Browns. Here's, here's the thing. This could be the week if Baker will be the quarterback. Let's make no mistake about it, Rich. Look at the NFL, and for all your NFL listeners, really dive in for a second. Tom Brady, the Buccaneers won week one because of him. Patrick Mahomes, they beat the Cleveland Browns because of him. Lamar Jackson, they beat the, 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 the Kansas City Chiefs because of him. Russell Wilson, they beat the Colts week one because of him. Aaron Rodgers, they beat the Lions most recently because of him. I'm waiting for the quarterbacks like Baker Mayfield and Dak Prescott to step on the football field and say, no, 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 the Cowboys won because of me. Not because of my running game, not because of my defense and some interceptions, but if you are a top 10 quarterback, then you are going to have a because of me moment. And I'm just waiting to see that because of me moment from Baker. Well, I guess the Titans are are, are a team where they, they win because of the running back. 
Does, but so would your point be that Tannehill's not a top 10 guy and the Titans can't win at all? I mean, is that what you're, you're I, essentially saying there? I think there's a, there's a little misconception there. If you actually look at Ryan Tannehill since he took over as the starter, I want to say halfway point of 2019, he's actually top 10 in every statistical category. Whether it's touchdown passes, whether it's total touchdowns, whether it's touchdown interception ratio, Derrick Henry has a boatload of yards. But make no mistake, Ryan Tannehill has put the team on his back in a couple of games. So there's a huge Ryan Tannehill to me is probably the most underrated quarterback in the National Football League. I don't have the time, nor do I have my researcher on board to prove that at this yes. juncture. <laughs> I promise you, the next time you hear me, the next time you hear me on your show, I am making the case for Ryan Tannehill. Very good. That's Emmanuel Acho here on the Rich Eisen Show. What do you make of the uh, the taunting emphasis in the NFL? Emmanuel, what do you think? Two plus Man, weeks in. I, I think it's terrible. I think it's terrible. And I'm not even one of those young, just let them play. No, no, no. I get it. If you remember, Rich, 2015, back when Odell and Josh Norman were not even no. playing football, they were just trying to take each other's heads off on the football field. Right. I get it. I'm not so new age that I don't see the purpose. However, I also understand that football is an emotional game. And if I make a big tackle, I'm going to want to get up and flex. If I stuff a running back in the hole, I'm going to look at him and shake my head, and I might just happen to do it over him because I just tackled him, so I'm only standing over him at the moment. Um, I think it's great in intention. It's terrible in execution. Well, what it is, Emmanuel, in my estimation, is it's bringing like, the concept of targeting to celebrations, that you're targeting your celebration, like you're leading with the crown of your mouth. You know what I mean? And so, you know, and, and, and that leaves things open to interpretation and widespread uh, inaccurate applications and just only serves to piss everyone off. So uh, I, I don't know what the answer is to it other than the fact, like, if you're standing over somebody, you're going to get the flag. Other than that, let's just pretty much let everyone, everything go. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I don't know what the answer is other than just trying to just take one thing, codify it, and move the hell on from everybody else. The answer is you tried it. It's not working. Let's pivot. We learn from everything in life. Right. Let's not be too cocky to learn from this as well. Same thing with the college rule and the, the, the targeting rule in college athletics. Right. We've tried it. I think suspending somebody for the beginning of the start of the next game, if they target somebody in a prior game, it's not wise. We tried it. It doesn't work. Let's keep going. Emmanuel Acho here uh, on the Rich Eisen Show. What are you doing with Allstate, Emmanuel? What are you doing with them? Man, th- thank you for asking. We know, Rich, that the NIL, um, that's college athletes being able to be paid for their name, image, and likeness, yes. is shaking up all of college athletics yes. for better or for worse. And Allstate has kind of jumped in front and said, you know what, we have 22 players from all divisions on the Allstate Good Works team, and we are going to actually – give these athletes money for their charities and some in part for themselves as well. So while the NIL is really polluting college athletics, if you will, in some degrees, Allstate's taken a stand and said, we're going to honor these student athletes that are not only students, not only athletes, but doing incredible work in their community. And I think, Rich, Allstate will revolutionize NIL because if you're a business, if you're a corporation, how can you not look at Allstate, who's doing a great thing in a very complex nil world and how can you not follow them so it's just it's brilliant by allstate and amazing for the student yeah you go to espn.com slash allstate to learn more about it you know we're 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 giving away um every week to a player um in college football 
an NIL deal with our friends at Gorilla Glue, a thousand bucks in glue every week to somebody that's not expecting it coming. And uh, we're having a blast because each kid that we've met um, is somebody that, you know, is going hard about their business, doesn't think that they are going to get an NIL deal. That's not why they're playing, but they get it. And I'm just loving their reactions. You know, I'm just loving how they react to everything and then just learn what's underneath the hood for them. Uh, it's been great. I've really enjoyed it, getting to meet these kids like that. No, Rich, it's, it's amazing. Again, NIL is it's going to get real funny. I'll be honest. As a college athlete, if I'm a backup linebacker and I got to see my starting linebacker pulling in $50,000 a year, but I'm busting my butt, you know, we, we, he might get some side-eye looks from me in the locker room. I will be very honest and very transparent. And so what you all are doing is phenomenal. Yes. Um, what Allstate is doing, leveling the, playing field is, leveling the playing field, is phenomenal. And I think more people need to follow suit to what you got going on, and more people definitely need to follow suit to what Allstate has. Going Emmanuel Acho here on the Rich Eisen Show. So who was your preseason Super Bowl pick? How's that looking? Two weeks in, I don't Big know. Dog. I have the I have the Rams and I have the Chiefs, and it is looking phenomenal because the Rams, I think, are that team, and I like them over the Bucks this week. You do? Why do you like them over the Bucks this week? Why? Um, let's be real. Rams shut down the Bucks last week, uh, last year. Excuse me. Yes. Um, Matthew uh, Tom Brady had his second worst completion percentage, threw the second most interceptions, had his second worst passer rating against that Rams defense. Is it the same defense? Not necessarily, but they still got them dogs and Jalen Ramsey and Aaron Donald. Mm -hmm. Furthermore, Matthew Stafford went to Los Angeles to win these games. He is 0-3 in the playoffs. He is 10-59 versus teams that have gone on to make the playoffs in his career. Stafford, they didn't bring him there just to beat the Bears without Justin Fields. They didn't bring him there to beat the Colts without Carson Wentz for the last drive. They brought him to L.A. to win these games, and I think that's why he'll do it. So the Rams are going to get the leg up on the Bucks, and you think that they're going to take that all the way to the Super Bowl? Who wins that game between the Chiefs and the Rams then? What do you think? That is where I have the Chiefs. I have the Chiefs again. I got the, I got the Chiefs winning it all. You're not concerned about their run defense the way we've seen that the first couple of weeks? What do you Let's think? be real. When they won Let's the Super Bowl two years ago, they had the 26th-ranked rush offense, and I believe the 23rd-ranked rush defense, if I'm right off the top of my head. Okay. I used the statistic on Speak for Yourself two days ago. So I'm not, it's a passing league, uh, Rich. It's a passing league, big dog. Okay. You take care of yourself, Emmanuel. Say hi to your brother for me, and let's, uh, let's do this again sometime. Much appreciated. My brother. I love it. Likewise. Right back at you. That's Emmanuel Acho right here on the Rich Eisen Show. By the way, I mean he's he's already got it down pat. What did I what did I tell you about how you can help promote what you're saying and what you're doing in your business when you're on other spots? As I said on fill in the blank, he dropped the name of his show a couple times. Sure did. Next level. That was next level. He gets it. Promotion. <laughs> Look, you don't need to have a quarterback. It's the reason why you win. I'll just push back on what he's what what he just said about Baker that the the Baker that Baker needs to prove that he's the reason why the Browns win. I think the reason why the Browns win can easily be Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt and Miles Garrett. And Baker's a guy who can pull the trigger every now and then and put them on top, and then the rest of his uh, is is his teammates taking it. You know, he did win that game right where the Ravens. Uh, Lamar went into the uh, locker room 
With a stomach issue? Which is similar to yesterday, too, I yeah, guess. weird. Wasn't him flipping in the end zone. I, I mean, do, like, I, it's like, it's, it's, you know what I'm saying? I do Baker hear Manuel's point, they, they, though. They, but what is the point? Like, we need to see a game where in the fourth quarter, he takes over. on him. He takes yeah, over the yeah. game. Absolutely. All great quarterbacks have those signature moments, have the confidence. The fans know, the media knows that they can do it. Right. We don't know that about Baker yet on the pro level. More often than not, you're going to need your quarterback to come up with that W in the fourth yep. quarter and in, in overtime and what have you. And it would be great to see it in week two, week three. I just think they need to maul somebody. I said that last week and that they needed to maul the Texans. They didn't. They did not. They, they were losing not. early on. They yeah. did not. And now they got a rookie quarterback making his they first career start. They should maul the Bears. They should. That should be a blowout. They should take care of business. This would be the one. The Bears' defense is no joke, but the Rams did put some points on the board against mm-hmm. them two weeks ago. They sure did. They should they should maul this. This is their house. This is their game. Or it's Justin Fields coming out party. <laughs> Either way, as I told you the other day, he should not come out. I don't think he's coming out anymore. I heard that last night. That Glazer said, "I'm driving home." You know, after uh, are, a good night. Are you feeling good? Or I'm, are you feeling good. Home? Okay. I'm feeling good. Okay, I'm feeling good, good driving home. Oh, good, good. Oh, yeah, yeah. A little higher in the seat? A little higher in the seat. Oh, good. A little nice. higher in the seat. Nice. Um, so, yes. And Glaze was on, uh, you know, late night. And he's he said that it is he's heard all that stuff about Nagy being there with Mahomes, whatever, because Nagy said that on this show to us yeah. in May. And he has stuck to his guns like Coach Dale with his four on the floor. And the fans howling, looking for Jimmy Chitwood to start playing. <laughs> and he said that's not what it is. That he told Andy Dalton, it's your job. They drafted Fields after Dalton. I don't know what's worse. Which is worse? Is it, is it Dalton? I gave you my word, and I will not go back on my word. And that's the way I am as a coach, and that should permeate the locker room. When I tell my players something, that's it. Because if he tells Andy Dalton, you're my guy, it's like, hey, Andy, you're coming here. If we get an opportunity to get a quarterback in the draft, kind of what we're doing right now, all bets are going to be off. You didn't say that to him? So that's one. Then number two, it's like, no, it's we are going to make sure – this is just like Mahomes, and we're going to stick with it, even though, as Emmanuel Acho just pointed out, and we have here, Andy Dalton is not Alex Smith, and Justin Fields may not be like Mahomes because he's not Mahomes. He's a unicorn. Not because he's not sitting. It's just he's not Mahomes. Travis Kelsey said he saw Mahomes be Mahomes as he was – sitting behind Alex Smith, that they kind of knew it. I don't know which is worse. It To me, it's the, I'm sticking to my guns with Andy Dalton. To me, I, like, I, 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 I like promise Andy Dalton. Worse, yeah. And we then drafted somebody, and I, that still isn't even change my like, word to tough. him. Yeah. 844-204-RICH, number to dial. We'll take your phone calls. And then what uh, Emmanuel just said about the Bucks rams game. Let's talk about that yeah, a little bit. Tasty. Okay. Um, and then we've got Jalen Hurts of the Philadelphia Eagles, James Harrison of the Steelers, 
and also a football life on NFL Network. And Chris Brockman, you've got an injury update coming up. Is it McCaffrey-related? We got one from last night and uh, about Cleveland, the Cleveland Browns. Okay, let's uh, have all that. I, I think I'm, that reeks of an Odell update. That's mm-hmm. coming up next on The Rich Eisen Show. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat, where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase. So all the guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for twenty dollars off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for twenty dollars off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. What does an NFL team get with Jalen Hurts? Well, I'm a dog, um, a relentless competitor, um, and I'm going to work my tail off every day, try to win ball games. I mean, I've, I've done a pretty good job of that. And, and, and just most importantly, impacting the people around me to my best ability. I think that's the biggest thing is can a guy impact guys and um, bring guys with him. Um, and, you know, just just bring a bring a presence about himself to the organization and to the program. So, um, you know, I'm looking forward to what the the future holds for me, and um, you know, I just continue to work my tail off and try to take steps every day to be the best player, quarterback, and man I can be. What are you doing in terms of uh, talking to teams? Walk me through how that process is right now for you. Jaylen. Yeah, so kind of like, kind of like my entire journey. You know, this is a another unprecedented aspect. Um, it's unprecedented to see what the world is going through right now. But in terms of me staying communicated with teams, you know, I've been doing FaceTime calls with um, GMs and, and coaches, and, and um, doing Zoom calls with with coaches as well, talking ball and doing different things like that. So um, keeping me very busy with those things. So. Um, that, that's definitely a good thing. So I'm just, you know, controlling what I can like I always have and and, and moving forward every day. Any of the teams that you've had a Zoom or a FaceTime chat with being head coached by a uh, multiple Super Bowl winning coach who's tight with Nick Saban? <laughs> have you had a coach conversation in that with that? No, no comment. <laughs> okay. Oh. I got a Patriot fan on the oh. other side. Do you plead the fifth like oh. Tom Brady, Jalen? So you stayed right there. No, no comment. <laughs> okay. Um, 
so what 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 questions are you asked? I mean, what what more do you need to, in your estimation, put out there that that you're being asked about? Well, you know, Rich, it's it's um it's a, it's a pro- it's a process, you know, and, and it's something that I've never experienced, and and um you know they pretty much just ask me questions to try and get a better feel of who I am, um, as a person, as a leader, um you know, and and, and they ask about ball, right? So, so it's it's very unique in my position because I've I've had so many different offensive of coordinators, um and I've been around so many great minds in the game, so. Um, these coaches simply want to, you know, know what I know. Um, they know I know ball. They know I've been well taught uh, from each and every coach. So um, me spitting back the things that I know and, and showing them, you know, that I'm a student of the game and I'm very knowledgeable what I what, what I know and, and what I'm doing. And then Jalen Hurts was taken in the second round of the NFL draft in Philadelphia, and he'll be joining us shortly. Eight four four two zero four rich number to dial. You know, Emmanuel Acho said he likes the Rams against the Bucks, I'm leaning towards taking them too and I apologize oh, in advance really? of the I, I apologize in the uh, in advance for the Rams I've been so terrible picking games so far this year dreadful like I'm ready to do the Costanza the exact opposite <laughs> I, I, honestly do, do you want I, our help I, you know what I, I'm, I'm not you know I'm, I'm not sitting here saying I need help I, I just think sounds that, like you need help well Rachel. I mean <laughs> I, I think these this season's kind of been a little bit off the rails you know what I mean? Like I, I don't, I don't know how predictable the season can be. You know, I, I like the Rams because of a couple of things. I like the Rams because I think, I think they can replicate what Dallas did on the Bucks. I think they can replicate that, and I think that their defense is better than Dallas's. So I think that they can get pressure on Brady up the middle, which is something that, you know. Nobody likes. I think they can do that. And the other thing is, I'm telling you folks around the country, the SoFi Stadium crowd is loud. It is very, very loud. It is loud in that building. My ears were ringing after that opener. I mean, again, you weren't there last week, you know, but Dallas winning that game in, 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 in SoFi, you know, I don't, I don't know how many Charger fans were there compared to Rams fans. It is loud. The Rams have a home field advantage they've never had here in Los Angeles. And I think teams are going to be surprised when they come in how loud it is. That Honestly, there were times, and I've been in stadiums, and I know this is going to be something that, that, that – um, pisses a bunch of fan bases off because nothing pisses fan bases off more than saying you're not as loud as yeah. this place. But there were times, I've been everywhere, mm-hmm. there were times in that game where SoFi, either they jack it up or that 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 canopy that's over the stadium. So FYI, if you're coming to SoFi Stadium, it's, it's technically an outdoor stadium. That roof yeah. is not attached to the stadium. It is a canopy and there is crosswinds in there and you know I'll, I'll just say this there were times in that game on that Sunday night opener where it made it Seattle sound like a, a library really yeah you know because Arrowhead I, like a library I Los mean Los Angeles fans or sports teams really have this thing about us where people say you know we come late we leave early right. we're not really that into the games right so to hear that is really kind well, of well it's not amazing. just that too the Bears fans were loud too 
So when everyone's screaming at once, you know, Brady's going to be like, what, trying to quiet the Buccaneer fans that might not be traveling. I'm just saying the Rams are going to have a home field advantage yeah, for sure. that nobody ever factors in because the Rams haven't had a home field advantage here in Los Angeles. Certainly not down in Anaheim before they moved to St. Louis. And like I said, I've ne- I was not around when Jack Youngblood was smoking <laughs> heaters with Don Rickles on the sideline, you know? <laughs> Vince Ferragamo was going on the Hollywood Squares because he took the Rams to the Super Bowl. You know what I mean? Like, I wasn't around then. But Samuel, o- uh, uh, pardon me, Emmanuel Ocho is correct mm-hmm. in saying that, you know, Stafford was brought to Los Angeles for these games. This is it. Where if it was Jared Goff versus... Brady, been there, done that. Yeah, yeah. And Stafford and Brady, you know, those Lions-Patriots games were always going to be lopsided. This one, this this is what he was brought in for to this game, for this game, to this city, for games like this, where world champs come into our house, this guy's going to throw for 300 yards. And I told you earlier this year, or, or this week, <laughs> It's a long week. I told you earlier this week in, in four downs, there's a new dynamic duo, Stafford and Cup. Yeah, yes. We'll see how that works. You know, Rich, to talk about Baker Mayfield, I guess to kind of stand up for Baker a little bit. Yeah. You know, during the offseason, NFL Network is always great about playing games from the past year just to keep, you know, yes. your football Jones going. And I told Brock this a few months ago. They played the Bengals-Browns game from week eight a few months ago I was watching, and Baker – and actually Joe Burrow as well. They both led, but Baker especially, he led two 75-yard drives at the end of the game with, I think, about four minutes left mm-hmm. to give the Browns the win. And I, maybe it's because it's the Bengals. People didn't want to give him yeah, credit for it, but it's, he, it, it was a masterful two drives. It's not, and I'm like, it's no not one like, even talked about it. It's not like it's never happened, yeah. but it hasn't happened. Countries watching, Kansas City taking a taking a taking it on, of taking on Kansas City, and then, you know, a minute and a half to go, it's Baker here, Baker Bear, Baker there, touchdown. Didn't happen. Hasn't happened on with the whole country watching, except for that Monday nighter against the Ravens, right? Mm-hmm. They won that game, if I'm not mistaken, right? I think you're right. I just don't remember. I just only remember Lamar going to the bathroom or going to the locker room. Mike in Chico, California, let's finish up hour number one with you. That's line, four, line three. What's up, Mike? The great city of Chico, California. What's up, Mike? Um, I want to talk about this whole Justin Steele situation and listening to you and Emmanuel Ocho and then that uh, Jake Glazer report. This comes down to, um, I think, a, I don't know if it's a dispute, but it's a disconnect between Matt Nagy and Ryan Pace there in Chicago. I'm just getting tired of it. Um, I expect Fields to fall out this Sunday. Um, I'll respect the Baker and whatnot, but uh, I see the Bears, you know, taking them down. I mean, that defense and Everyone's being inspired by uh, by uh, Justin Fields getting off the field finally. Hey, man, we will see, and that's why this is going to be such a terrific game. Thanks for the call, Mike. Wherever you're driving around there in the North State here in California, I'm I I I believe it's what Kyle Brandt also had to say yesterday from Good Morning Football. Hey, Matt Nagy, scheme it. You said this is about scheme, scheme it. Let's go, bust it all out from the Andy Reid playbook. You think this could be the next Mahomes? Scheme it like that. I can't wait to watch it. Hour number two, Jalen Hurts coming up. That's right. So it's going to be Justin Fields out there. And let's see. Let's go. Let's go. Let's come up with all of these plays. Let's come up with all these plays. 
Let's get Allen Robinson out there. Let's go and use all your weapons. Scheme it. Roll them out. Roll them out. And then run, Justin, run. Because he's really fast. Yeah. He's really fast. And I do believe he's going to need that to run away from Miles Garrett. I'm telling you, it's a rookie quarterback. And you got two players on your line drafted first overall. Go hunt him. Go hunt him. Go get him. And Justin Fields, you were drafted where you were drafted because you have played in big games before. You will not shy away from it. You know how to throw the route tree. You know how to run away and run and use your legs. This is why you're here. 21st century quarterback. We're about to talk to one in Jalen Hurts. But you've got to have the help from your staff, not just to get you ready, dial up the right plays with the right people that's been put around you to bring this whole first hour into full circle. Sam Darnold's got it now. Prior to now, not so much. Not so much. Rest of the weapons that are on offense for the Bears. Boy, this has been this has been a nice Tariq Cohen game if he was healthy. You know what I'm saying? My. But they do have David Montgomery. Run it. Run it. Establish it. Then have this guy play action off of it. Let him pick up first downs with his legs to demoralize the defense. Keep Baker and maybe Odell. Is that part of the the injury update? It is. What is he? Odell's not on the injury report. There you go. To week three. Keep him off the field. Keep Chubb off the field. Keep Kareem Hunt off the field. Do it. By the way, the Ravens won that Monday night game. Keep it. They did win it. Yeah, yeah, I keep on. Yeah. Okay, so Baker didn't win it. He stinks. It was a good game, though. <laughs> it was 47-42. You know? You know oh, that's saying. right. That game was, it was, it was a right. great I game. It was off the charts. It was nuts, man. I just forgot. Jalen Hurts coming up. James Harrison coming up. And you at 844-204-RICH. TJ's Big Ass Grab Bag, Sneaky Good Games, Games Under the Radar. So much more on this Friday.